Hey folks, welcome to another episode of the Shire Salvos podcast. My name is Jack Clifton. I am your host for another episode to update you on stuff that is happening uh, around the life of the church uh, in the Shire Salvos uh, Menai location. We'll talk about uh, some of the things happening across at Miranda and we'll have the sermon from last week's service. Uh, Miriam Lewis uh, was uh, was able to join us. It was a real pleasure to have Miriam uh, preaching from the Word, continuing on with the story, uh, which is uh, what we're working through here at at church and it talks about the story of Joseph, a story that I'm sure many of us have heard many times, but um, I think there's uh, some few little nuggets of gold uh, that uh, Miriam threw in there that uh, just challenged us and um, were able to get us to think maybe a little more expansively um, about that topic and about what God is potentially uh, saying to us. So we'll play that a little bit later on in the podcast and we'll also update you on uh, things that are happening uh, throughout the life of the church. And that's what we're going to do now. It's time for our new section here on the Shire Salvos podcast. Always a uh, good section of the podcast to take a look at uh, things that are happening uh, around uh, within the life of the church. There's always lots happening, whether it's at our Menai or Miranda locations. And uh, to kick it off, we'll take a look at the Red Shield Appeal. It's uh, always a huge part of what uh, uh, not just the Salvation Army is trying to do, but I guess the branch of that in terms of the Shire Salvos location. Um, So uh, they've got an ambitious goal this year, Shire Salvos of uh, $70,000, which would uh, fund the work that we're doing within the Sutherland there's a lot of really great welfare work that uh, gets done because of the uh, the great money we're able to uh, we're able to, to raise. So uh, it's going to be uh, happening on the weekend of the 29th and 30th of May. So there are going to be uh, different collection points around the Sutherland Shire. So uh, if you could spare two hours of your time to man a site, uh, you can uh, register your details or you can send an email uh, to Joel Campbell. Uh, if you want to register your details, you can head to this website here and it is called uh, volunteer.salvos.org.au you and through there you can uh, create an account or you can log in with uh, either your your Facebook account or your Google account or you can uh, create an account with your email or mobile number or mobile phone number that is. Uh, If you don't want to do it that way or that's a little bit uh, confusing then you can contact uh, Joel uh, as well and that's uh, a great way of uh, contacting him. His web, uh, his uh, email address joel.campbell at salvationarmy.org.au or alternatively you can just ring the church office and uh, you'll be directed to Joel. He can give you a bit more information there, but there are uh, different collection points across the Sutherland Shire. I know there's going to be one at Bunnings uh, at Kiraway. Uh, I think there's going to be another one at uh, Menai Maccas uh, around the place, but Joel will be able to confirm uh, those spots for you. can be a great way of uh, not just helping uh, the Salvation Army uh, in a wider reach, uh, raising money for people that, uh, that are doing it rough and uh, people that uh, are struggling in what is an unprecedented time, but also uh, all that money is going to go back to the Sutherland Shire as well. So it can be a great way of uh, connecting with your community and uh, also a chance of, uh, I guess you could say, kind of uh, talking to, to other uh, people that uh, you might see around the community, uh, get to uh, evangelize to them a little bit, talk to them about God, talk to them about what we're doing in the, in the, uh, the Salvation Army Sutherland Shire as well, can be a, a really fantastic uh, initiative as well. Uh, we've got our Sunday services happening once a fortnight at the moment. So our most recent service was on the 2nd of May. Our next one won't be uh, until uh, the 16th of May. So no, if you're listening to this uh, when it goes live, no church as of this Sunday, but the following Sunday we'll be back uh, with our two services at our Menai location, 9am and 10.30. Our registrations haven't opened for that as of yet, but they will open uh, on uh, Monday, which I believe is the 10th of May. And you'll be able to do that through the 
website or you can contact the church office uh, direct, directly. We are moving through our series called The Story at Church, and Miriam Lewis uh, was uh, the uh, person that was uh, was talking through us in our most recent uh, venture at church. That was the third session, and uh, she was talking from Genesis 37 to 50, uh, talking about the story of Joseph, um, and uh, we'll play that a little bit later on in the podcast. But you can um, sign up by using your personal email address and password, and uh, you can go and uh, look through all of the different sections of the story. We've already seen uh, the first uh, two, um, I guess, chapters or two sessions that we've done uh, so far that you can go back and rewatch and re-listen to if you want to. And you can, of, of course, uh, take a look at what we're going to be doing in future weeks as well or what we're going to be doing in our Connect groups um, as well. And uh, just a reminder, uh, if you're not in a Connect group, uh, it is a really great opportunity to uh, obviously connect with other Christians, but a, a really great way of, of delving into God's Word and being encouraged uh, by other people as well. Uh, so make sure that uh, you're uh, you're jumping in there if you uh, haven't done it already. We've got our next Encounter of Prayer coming up uh, this Monday, the 10th of May, and that's happening at uh, Menai at 11 Pilliger Place at Bangor. Seven o'clock is when that is kicking off. Uh, it's a night of prayer and praise. Uh, and if you want more info on that, you can uh, contact Lynn McComb uh, in the office as well. Uh, moving on, there's a few other things happening. We've got our Shire Salvos weekend away, our muster uh, weekend away that's happening on uh, the 18th to the 20th of June across at the Collaroy uh, Centre. So a uh, really great uh, initiative there, a really great way of uh, building up our church family, spending a great time away, engrossed in God's Word, uh, as well as uh, yeah, building friendships and building uh, connections as well. Uh, we'll have more info and more de- details for that uh, in future weeks. Uh, the uh, office is currently looking for any uh, old iPhones. So if you have an old iPhone that works that you no longer need, um, and Menai Location Church Office are needing one, as uh, so you can contact either Lynn or Kim in the office at, uh, at Menai, uh, they'll greatly appreciate uh, any help there. And also, uh, there are some ministry opportunities uh, in uh, within uh, Menai Salvos at the moment, or Shire Salvos, I should say. Um, so uh, there is different ways that you can be uh, helping within the church and uh, helping uh, around uh, the life of the church. Some really great things you can get involved in. Um, lots of different areas in the church that you can help in, in giving back to to God's work. And uh, you can contact the church office again if that's something that that tickles your fancy and you might you might be able to help. I know uh, welcoming is uh, is a big one that uh, there needs a bit of assistance there. Uh, if that's something that uh, is in your up your alley, then uh, yeah, please do contact the church office and let them know um, that you uh, you are. So uh, that wraps up all of the uh, news here in our Shire Salvos uh, news section. And uh, yeah, it's a great uh, great area to be able to promote what we're doing at church. And uh, so you stay on top of everything that's happening in the life of the church. Uh, but uh, I'm going to uh, jump on out of here. We're going to go into our sermon with Miriam Lewis. Miriam talking uh, from Genesis 37 to chapter 50, talking about the story of Joseph and some of the challenges that could potentially uh, mean for us. A story that happened more than 2,000 years ago, but a story of God's love and uh, the amazing work that God can do, even in the harshest of times. Uh, Genesis 37 to Genesis 50, Miriam Lewis coming up to preach from the Word. That's coming up next here on the Shire Salvos podcast. Bit of a stunner of a story, isn't it? Story of Joseph. And we'd look at that today. Okay. Birth order, that's very interesting, isn't it? Who's the eldest in their family here? Oh, these are all the bossy people, is that right? (laughs) The leaders in your family, the bossy ones. Who's the youngest? Oh, Oh, that's the spoilt brats, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
And who's in the middle? Yeah, you're just, you have no idea, you know. <laughs> you had to put up with the oldies and the youngies, didn't you? Well, it was kind of like this a bit in this story, wasn't it? Joseph and Benjamin, the fourth wife, fourth wife that Jacob had was Rachel. And here were Joseph and Benjamin, the favoured sons. Now, I reckon if I was the oldest in that family, I might have done something similar. Probably not as bad, but my goodness, he was a bit of a smart aleck boy, wasn't he, Joseph? You know, you're going to bow down. Yeah, right. We're not going to do any of that stuff. The favourite colour, the coat of many colours. And so they get rid of him, basically, don't they? Put him in a well, sell him off, send him off to Egypt goes through all these traumatic things, ends up in jail, gets accused of all sorts of falsehood. But God is with this man all the way. It's quite an amazing story, isn't it? From beginning to end, God's hand is on him. Now, I wonder if we really believe that in the tough times of life. God is still with me. His hand is on me. There's some great verses in Genesis 50, 19 to 21. It says there, But Joseph said to them, this is when the brothers come back, Don't be afraid. Am I in the place of God? You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. So then don't be afraid. I will provide for you and your children. And he reassured them and spoke kindly to them. You meant it for bad, but God meant it for good, for the salvation of many. Now, a little while ago, I went to a wedding. And uh, it was a wedding I was really looking forward to. And there were two young guys there. One was the groom, one was the best man. They had me in tears in before the wedding started. As I saw them embrace and say, I love you, mate. I've got your back for always. And then I thought to their story. They'd uh, actually grown up in the church. Both of them were pastor's sons. And I know both of them really, really well. And oh my goodness, they got themselves into some trouble. And they got themselves into really bad trouble. So they did drugs. They did everything that they could possibly do. I saw cuts on their arms sometimes. They went to dark, dark places. And they both felt like the church had let them down. And it got pretty bad for them both. Now, one of these boys turned up at my house one day and knocked on the door and said, I need to come in. I said, sure. And he just confessed everything to me. And he cried his eyes out. And I said, mate, I would love you no matter what. Now, they experienced the miraculous. They both ended up going to Queensland. Must be where the miraculous happens, okay? <laughs> so they end up there, and one day I hear this story about one of them has had an encounter with the Spirit of God and has become an absolute evangelist. He got in touch with the other guy and said, you've got to come and get to know this Jesus and the Spirit of God again. Both of them get wonderfully saved. They are now mentoring kids all over the Sunshine Coast and kids are coming to know Jesus. And I think that was meant for bad in so many ways, but they stand today embracing one another and say, but God 
meant it for good. It was not the end of the story. And I want to say to you today, no matter what you are going through, it is not the end of the story. Have you got that? We come into church sometimes, don't we? We say, how are you? Fine. Right. And underneath, what is bubbling? What is going on for every single one of us? I want to say, first of all today, in the darkest times of Joseph's life, God was with him. Is that true? It is, isn't it? In the darkest times. I um, remember, I haven't had many dark times in my life, so I'm saying that up front today. But one of the dark times of my life was when I was in Papua New Guinea. And um, my mum has dementia. And my dad and my nana, who was 103 at the time, were still alive. And they would ring me and say, oh, Miriam, when are you coming home? And then they ring again, oh, Miriam, when are you coming home? And I prayed and I said, God, I'm not going to make an emotional decision. But it was actually a really difficult time. Now, in Papua New Guinea, I used to run around the compound every night because there was nothing else to do, all right? So I'd run, run around around the compound and I'd say to God every night, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to go home to my mum and dad or do you want me to stay? And for six months, I did that every single night. And one night, just God stopped me in my steps. He said, Miriam, this is what I want you to do. I want you to go home. I want you to be an apostle of love. And I never want you to worry about a title or a position again. And I rang up the army, who thought I was crazy, and said, I need to go home to my mum. And they said, oh, but you'll be such and such next. And I said, yeah, but I got one mum. And this is what God has said to me. So in the difficult and dark times of our lives, God is with us, isn't he? And how do we listen to the Spirit of God to discern what he is saying to us? I remember a lady coming to a church I was at one day, and she was having all of these problems having her babies. And she said, I just don't get it. There are no answers. And then she said this line. She said, when I can't see his hand, I will trust his heart. And I can't see his hand, I'll trust his heart. Now, I want to encourage you this morning, if you're going through a dark or a difficult time, when I can't see his hand, I don't reckon Joseph saw his hand when he's down in a pit or he's in a jail or he's being seduced by the wife. When I can't see his hand, I'll still trust his heart. Because the story's not finished, is it? The story's not finished. God is with you in the darkest times. Second thing is that God honours patience and perseverance. Does anyone here like waiting for an answer to prayer? Oh, come on, God, I've been praying for some of my family members for 40 years. We're not good sometimes at that patience and perseverance. Where Joseph's sitting there, he's told a dream and someone says, oh, that's good, and they get out and he thinks, yeah, God, I'm still sitting here. Come on, come on. What's happening in my life right now? How long, Lord? In the waiting, the story is not finished. The Spirit of God is still at work. Do we believe that? He's still at work, isn't it? Pharaoh recognized it. He said, God has made this known to you. God was at work. Now, I love Mandela. Anyone else like Mandela? He's an absolute champion, isn't he? And uh, I can't imagine what his life might have been like because we always celebrate 
what he ended up as, didn't we? The president who fixed apartheid, who used a footy team to do that. Quite a remarkable story. But can you imagine the injustice of sitting on Robben Island and chipping away at rocks every day and having the most disgusting things done to you? But he never lost hope, did he? He always believed that there was a better day. When he walked from that prison, he decided he would be better and not bitter. And sometimes we've just got to wait it out, don't we? But we've got to have that hope that moves us forward. It always seems impossible until it's done. Let your hopes, not your hurts, shape your future. And in the waiting times of life, in the times when we've got to be patient and persevere, am I still prepared to say, God, my hope is in you, my trust is in you, I look for what you're going to do in my life, and I still believe that the best is to come. Can you believe that this morning, friends? And I know some of you will be in that waiting time. When I can't see his hand, I'll still trust his heart. And the third thing is forgiveness is always part of God's plan. Joseph forgave his brothers, and I think his brothers probably had to forgive him. Revenge versus forgiveness. Would have been easy for Mandela to say, I'm going to get all those white blokes. But he worked to bring about a unity in a nation. Still not quite there, is it? But that was the goal of his life. Some of you would have heard of Corrie ten Boom, and she was a Dutch lady, quite an amazing lady, and her family hid the resistance fighters during the war, 800 of them, and then one day someone dobbed them in. So she still did it, but ended up in a concentration camp, and her sister was there with her, and they experienced some terrible things. But every night, they arranged their prayer meeting, and Betsy, her sister, ended up dying in the camp. She was released on a clerical error, which is quite amazing, isn't it? God can even arrange clerical errors. And so she gets out of prison and she used to talk to people about this issue of forgiveness and hope and all of the things that really mattered in life. And one day she's talking to a group and she spotted a man as she came out and she recognised that he was one of the guards who'd been cruel to both her and to Betsy. And uh, he didn't recognise her, but he came and said, uh, I was one of the guards, and everything within her saw back to the camp and the days when those things happened. And he said, I want to ask for your forgiveness. And she hesitated for a moment, then her hand went out and she said, I forgive you from the bottom of my heart. And it would have been so easy for Joseph, wouldn't it, to live in unforgiveness, to live in bitterness, to live for revenge. And yet he chose forgiveness. Mandela says, forgiveness liberates the soul. It removes fear. That's why it's such a powerful weapon. Sometimes we need it off us, don't we? So that we can live the life that God intended us to live. Romans 8.28, in all things... God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Now, some of you this morning, friends, might have had a life like Joseph, where sometimes you have thought, I wonder if God will come through. Some of you feel like I'm sitting in a bit of a prison. I'm sitting in that waiting time. 
I'm sitting wondering if this God who gives me dreams will bring them to fruition. Some might be sitting in unforgiveness. And God says, it's not the end of the story. It's not the end of the story. I've got something that is good. Something that will influence many, lead to the salvation of my people. So I'm going to ask this morning that Matt comes and just plays for a moment. And I just want us to be quiet for a moment. You might like to just close your eyes. And I'm going to ask you to pray this prayer with me this morning. And we're going to take a little bit of time. God, this is what I'm going through right now. And I want you to speak that to him. God, it's hard for me to be patient about this right now. there are some people I need to forgive and release to you right now. And may your Holy Spirit cover me right now. faith over fear I choose hope over despair right now and so Lord I pray for your people here this morning some of them have gathered and they're going through some pretty tough stuff right now their comforter, their friend, keep whispering hope to them today. Father, some have waited for answers to prayer for a long, long time. I pray that you give them hope and trust that you're whispering. And we do need to release some people who've hurt us, Lord, and that's hard at times. And I pray that we would release them to you in that release find our freedom too spirit of the living God we need you we need you to work in our lives and to do the more that we need today 
And Father, we're reminded it's not the end of the story. You do work all things together for good. And sometimes we just can't see that. But we can't, when we can't see your hand, we pray that we will trust your heart. Because you're a good, good Father. And you love us and you are for us. So will you keep us close to you today? Constantly loving you and believing that you are for us. And we pray this in Jesus' name. And all the saints said, Amen. So that concludes the sermon for this week that happened last Sunday. Miriam doing a great job. Haven't really had the pleasure of, of listening to uh, Miriam's sermon before. She's obviously here, there and everywhere, does uh, such great work all across New South Wales and um, yeah, is, uh, is an amazing uh, servant for God. But it was a really great sermon that certainly challenges uh, us in, in our standing with God and uh, what we're doing with our lives. And uh, yeah, it just shows what uh, the kind of people that God can use, doesn't it? With, with someone like Joseph that was... Yeah, um, abandoned by his family, um, pretty much left left for dead. And then uh, even after he made it into Egypt, there was obviously a few little stumbling blocks that uh, really uh, affected him. It would have been easy for him to kind of cry, woe is me, but he was doing a, a service for God and God really um, helped him and, and worked through him. So I guess the challenge is, is what is God doing in your life? What do you want God to be doing uh, in your life? And, and uh, submit yourself to God uh, for him to uh, push through his plan with you because he does have a plan uh, for each and every one of us. That completes the end of the Shire Salvos podcast for another week. Certainly hope you've enjoyed it. A big thanks to everyone that has tuned in and left some nice feedback for us over the last few weeks. Uh, really enjoying getting to uh, to bring you the Shire Salvos podcast. But uh, until a couple of weeks, we're doing the, the podcast every couple of weeks now, now that uh, church isn't happening uh, every week. Uh, if we do go back to, to once a week church, then the podcast will return to to once a week, but with the moment that it being uh, uh, fortnightly, it uh, makes sense for us to do it once a fortnight. So until uh, two weeks' time or a week and a half uh, time, I will bring you another episode of the Shire Salvos podcast. Look after each other. Uh, God bless. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers on Sunday, and I uh, really hope that you stay safe through everything that's happening uh, in the world at the moment. Jack Clifton signing off from the Shire Salvos podcast. <laughs>